our journey. So today is five things that running a business has taught us. We're gonna give you, I think, more of an insight than we've ever given you before about our business. We didn't wanna say this to you, but the content is awfully ours. Yeah. We own the creative license because yeah. we were the creatives that came and shot it. We had an outstanding invoice, which was worth five figures mm -hmm. for nearly three months. And for a business of our size, it might not mean a lot to him, but it meant a lot to us. It meant a lot to us. Oh, you. Yeah, you. I know you're looking at yourself right now and you're thinking, why am I not subscribed to the Gooms podcast? Just f***ing do it then. Because it helps the boys out more than you actually know. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody, welcome back to the Gooms podcast, episode number 58. And the first thing that I'd like to say is, bro, I'm happy to be doing the show with you, man. <laughs> My motherfucker. I'm happy to do it with you, bro. I was having a conversation with, uh, with our next guest, who is an exceptional human being, by the way. Yeah, um, I agree. And we're talking and he asked me when we started the podcast and the business and everything. I was like, fuck, business has been going like 18 months and the pod like 14 or something crazy. It's pretty mad to think about. So yeah, man. That is, that is actually pretty dope when you look at mm -hmm. it like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me stand and like realize for a minute. But I think that that's what that guest did Yeah, to us. Sometimes yeah. it's pretty powerful to, um, to just sit back and reflect mm -hmm. and realize what you've actually done, man, because... If you'd have said to us a year and a half ago that we'd be here, we'd still be doing it, we'd still be consistent, mm -hmm. we'd be like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's I future me that I'd be proud of. There's never one doubt in my mind, to be honest with you, from like when we first started, I was like, oh, this is just what we do now. Yeah, we, not just, we just do pods. Yeah, <laughs> not that we would fumble, but like the fact that we have stayed persistent, yeah, yeah, yeah. we haven't significantly grow, like grew a massive audience and stuff mm -hmm. like that, but like... We're here, man. Every week we show up for each other, for the people at home that watch and listen, so like... Yeah, we love you guys, man. That in Thank itself, you. bro, is dope. And if you're not subscribed, subscribe to the pod, man. Yeah, man. We hit 800 subscribers today. Yeah. Thank you guys as well for that. Yeah, stat. man. That is crazy, man. That's pretty cool. <laughs> we are still... I was listening to Chris Williamson again the other day. Um, he was a guest on a podcast, mm. and he brought up the stat again. I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I wonder what percent all of podcasts we're in now that we're in, on episode 58. Top 1%, I reckon. Way more than top 1%, bro. You're in the top one percent if you've done twenty apps. We're probably in the top like point two percent. Yeah, we not in terms are. of viewership though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. listen, uh, people. Today, um, obviously, what me and H have tried to do for our in-houses is we want to bring a bit of value to you lot and talk about our experiences and our journey. So today is um, five things that running a business has taught us. Um, and they're going to be as real as they can be. We're going to give you, I think, more of an insight than we've ever given you before about our business, mm -hmm. especially the negative stuff. We're quick to come on here and talk about what's going good, isn't it? <laughs> but we stay quiet when we think about the bad stuff. Um, speaking of problems, yesterday we filmed a 90-minute episode and our SD card wiped. Yeah. So <laughs> it's one of those things, man. It's uh, it's part of, it's part of the process. Yeah. I, gu I guess that we've got on next week straight away. He was just like, this is the resistance yeah. trying to stop you from getting where you want to be. Yeah. And we, he like calmed the whole situation instantly and uh, it soothed everything. We're like, <laughs> it's not that deep. Chris came up with a solution. Just film it again. Yeah. And, yeah, it, will probably, so, and it will be better because mm -hmm. it was probably one of my favorite podcasts that we've ever done. I can second that. Mm -hmm. No pressure on us next week then. No, no, no. It will but, be a banger. We're going to be better. We're going to be way more prepared as well because yeah. we're going to know 10 times more about the yeah, guest. Yeah, 100%. You always got to find the negatives and look for a positive. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're quite good at doing that. Mm -hmm. Keeping it stepping, riding the wave and just cracking on. But mm -hmm. for a bit of context, you lot, um, we filmed the episode. Um, 
it was great and one of the cameras went off at one hours and one hour and 28 minutes which is quite a normal thing when we do a longer pod uh so routine change the battery come back in and the one sd card was completely wiped so there was no footage of me and h during the whole conversation mm. so we made a we group put decision out, we could have put out some fucking rubbish to you guys man yeah man so we made a group decision we were like you know what let's just run it back the guest was more than happy to come back again he thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed the episode as well so we were like right tomorrow let's get in we're doing in-house planned it this morning mm-hmm. um we keep it stepping as we always do brother mm-hmm. but yeah so Five things that uh, running a business has taught us, bro. Five lessons we've learned from running a business. I mean, do you want to bring it in with the first one? I know this is one that you came up with and mm-hmm. one that obviously we've got quite a lot to talk about. So, yeah. Well, so I was, uh, before I get into the actual point, uh, and this will lead me on to it, but I was listening to a podcast the other day with Bedros Koulian and, uh, and he was just basically saying it was like how to, it, it was something to do with business. His podcast was about, and it was like about basically preparing for winter and come at, like that's uh, a, a metaphor, an analogy. It's from Game of Thrones, isn't it? No, man. Oh, no, that's winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, just no, like... Preparing for winter is like what... Is, um, it, is, it, is, it, is it like a metaphor? The best thing that I can say is, uh, like, you know Alvin and the Chipmunks? Uh-huh. Uh, they, they hibernate, don't they, for the winter? Mm-hmm. So they go and they get all their food and they store it for mm-hmm. the winter. They're preparing for yeah. the winter. So you can say the same thing for business where yeah. you get your busy run. And then the winter is where things start to go quiet and you're preparing for mm-hmm. it, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it, his point was basically coming out of a winning streak and a losing streak is inevitable. Like you, mm-hmm. you go through these different seasons with business, with life, with with anything at all. Yeah, like not everything's good all the time. And it got me thinking that, okay, we're probably coming out of a losing streak now from <laughs> the things that we've seen. And it, it also got me thinking about just previous times as well. And I th- well, we both thought that it was something just too important to touch on. Yeah. So, I mean, our example of that would be a couple of months after we first started the business. We signed two our months, first literally. two months. Yeah, yeah. We, we signed our first few December, clients. December. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two months mm-hmm. before would have been October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We signed our first few clients. Um, we threw the event. We did about we did like ten Gs that month. And you say we, we were, threw the event, but we threw we threw an event. Yeah, people that an, don't know. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shit, not everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we threw an event for New Year's as well. Sold a shitload of tickets. We did like ten grand that month, mm-hmm. and we were like ecstatic. But we knew, we were like, yeah, man, this is gonna carry on. It's gonna carry on. And then like as soon we as even, that, we even filmed. Do you remember that little mini like documentary thing that we did? Yeah, yeah. And we were talking in it, and your dad was like, yeah, well, you better hope that you've got fucking money coming in next month. <laughs> and me and you were like, yeah, we're gonna double it. We're gonna. Jumbo, yeah, 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 yeah. we've got footage still, of that. I've still, got, I've still yeah, got that, man. Home. Um, oh, sorry, I'll cut you up. Go no, on. no, no, it's cool. And um, just oh, you made me lose my train of thought. Now, just coming, coming out from such a high and doing so much in, in the space of uh, a, a few months with the business, and then going into a month where one of the clients dropped us, the one of the other clients dropped us the month after. Obviously, we had all this extra money from the event. We we would. Weren't clientless, but we had no one really paying us on a retainer basis two months after that. And we came out of a winning streak after so many wins so quickly to a losing streak. And just how to deal with that. I mean, yeah. the, the best way that I can say, and it's quite obvious, but just to be persistent and just cons- consistent with what you're doing because the winning streak will come around eventually. Yeah. Well, we, we effectively, bro, had a minus 75% in revenue mm-hmm. from December to, to the end of December to the end of January. Mm-hmm. And that was within three months of us setting up the business and starting to trade as a business, like it's a big kick in the teeth. 
we've never been in a situation before where it was like, right, if we don't go and get work, we don't get paid. Because the first couple of months we were chasing stuff, but we were still kind of having some sort of income coming through mm-hmm. from our part-time work that we were kind of doing, mainly more me, that was anyway. Um, went all in, smashed it, <laughs> like absolutely smashed it. Got to our 10 Gs, our 10 G benchmark, which is something that me and you both were striving for, like leading up to building the business and all the guys online and say how to make your first yeah. 10,000 pound month. The thing is 10 like, grand a month isn't even a lot, especially when you're cutting that down the middle as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, literally, but we, mm-hmm. we, we got there and instead of, leveling up from there which is what we thought we were going to do it went the opposite way <laughs> times 10 <laughs> we got shut up bro mm. but these are things that we learned i think we learned a lot about ourselves in that we learned about each other running a business with a partner in that situation there was days where i needed to pick me up there was days where you needed to pick me up but the the, the main thing is though lean on from what you said is we didn't do anything extraordinary when we came out of that season, though. Yeah. When we came out of that winning streak and into the losing streak. It just happened? Throughout the losing... No, I'm talking about actually in the, the losing streak and being in there. We, right. just, we just stayed consistent and eventually we found... Like, we still had, a, like, the one-off jobs coming in and stuff like that when mm-hmm. you just get paid the one time off or clients that might come back every couple of months. But we just stayed persistent, consistent. We still, like, invested in gear and all that type of stuff. And... Eventually, we kind of led on to a client who effectively kept us alive for a very long time in the business. Well, yeah. I mean, we the reason that we lost the first original clients and a lesson that we didn't learn from was being unorganized, which leads into this client. So we, we the, the second issue was the second the second probably lesson that uh, uh, we would say would be being unorganized mm. and not having structure and security. Um the best example is the client that you were talking about. This client, we thought, well, changed our lives effectively, didn't it? It was mm-hmm. our most successful client for the longest period. We were working with him for seven months. Uh, Start of Feb till like you... just before Dubai. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, seven months. Um, should we talk numbers or... We don't need to talk numbers, but mm. this 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 we client took a whole was, lot of money from this motherfucker. This client was our highest paying client. We were doing a different style of video, um, loads and loads of short form content, which we obviously specialize in, and we were great at. We were also doing YouTube and YouTube thumbnails, which made us learn a lot about how to work that algorithm. Um, we, we grew an account like eight k subscribers in not a very long time, and the rest. Mm-hmm. 8,000 subscribers, the Instagram went from 60,000, no, sorry, the Instagram went from 40,000 to 100,000. The TikTok went from 60,000 to 130,000. We were smashing it, bro. Mm -hmm. And we got caught out. And the reason we got caught out was because, as usual in business, somebody came in, offered what we were offering at a cheaper alternative. Uh, By the way, like when we say cheaper alternative, we mean like, a fourth of the price yeah. which makes no and sense actually more 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 content than we were actually doing yeah about 70 percent more short form content yeah it makes no sense at all the, the 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 guy that came in and undercut us actually came in to pitch when we were shooting do you remember mm-hmm. so we were shooting with this client and the one of the guys secretaries or assistants or whatever you'd like to call it just an employee of the mm-hmm. business came into the room that we were shooting in saying there's someone here to see you 
Um, and the client just said, yeah, yeah, well, I'm filming now, like, whatever. And then once we wrapped up, they came in and they basically pitched him for our services in front of us. <laughs> we were like, what? The thing is, is the client didn't start with him for like three, four months after. Yeah, yeah. We saw them in there. Yeah. So it's the thing that didn't make sense. Yeah, fuck him anyways. Yeah, for real, bro. Um, and again, no, no, not for, no. <laughs> not fuck the client, man. If you want to come back to us, shout us in it, but... Fuck the guy that took that client. Um, but the the moral of the story is with this client is that we lost the client that effectively kept us alive, kept our business alive, started this new kind of uprise into our winning streak. And we lost him because we didn't have anything in place. No contract, no agreement. The only thing that we had was his word. Mm-hmm. And as we no- thought was good as well. He kept saying he was like, but... Um I'm never going to leave you, boy. Even offered to fly us out, bro, to his home country to see Mm -hmm. the house that he was building and to do a house tour and Mm -hmm. stuff that normal clients don't do. Obviously, this felt more personal because of the type of content that I think we were creating for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And the amount of time that we spent with, bro, as well. Yeah, true. Sometimes, bro, we'd be there for four or five hours, bro. Mm -hmm. Twice a month. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of time to be spending with a client. The the one thing that I, I, I would like to say as well is I remember when we had that phone call when his it wasn't even him he didn't have, even have the bottle to basically say to us yeah. that he was leaving it was someone that worked for him and um i remember you were pretty fuming and like the first thing that i said was like and listen i'm not always the best at this as well like just having my perspective in a positive way but i remember saying to you like bro like he served his job like he kept the business alive for how x amount of months yeah and we probably wouldn't still be going if it wasn't for him because there was months where he was the only person that paid us and yeah. we were sat around twiddling our thumbs mm-hmm. trying to get clients, not really getting anywhere. So it's like, even even in those situations where you do get fucked, like it's important just to try and find the positive somewhere because that's going to fucking keep you going, man. 100%, bro. Obviously as well, we, we, were, we were young, new to the game and also I think slightly naive. Like you said, we thought his word was enough. But... When somebody can save thousands of pounds of months, uh, thousands of pounds a month, with somebody else, that personal relationship becomes a whole lot less strong, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, as well, bro, going to a very, very successful business owner because when we first walked into that room, that was our perspective of him. Mm-hmm. Supercars outside the front, we're thinking, "Fuck me, this guy's doing it." For us to at least get the client to shoot once, to shoot twice, that in itself was not daunting but like it was already a big enough deal mm-hmm. for us to then say oh by the way there's a six-month contract where you're going to pay us this amount and that amount that's quite a daunting thing to mm-hmm. to put forward to a business owner that's been in the game for so much longer than us and it's like double your age mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like it's not an easy thing to do but if we could go back we'd probably do that just so and- that we had the security Something that I've just thought of as well, off the dome. But like, even now, like off from, the dome. <laughs> from, now, from what we've learned though, like a, about marketing and stuff like that now, and the amount of experience that we've got is having an offer that somebody can't say no to. And even if you go in to offer someone six months deal, 12 month deal, however much it is, offering someone like a, a an offer that someone can't say no to, such as let's say, for instance, I'm just pulling these numbers from my head that it's going to be 10 grand over, tw- uh, over six months or something like that. If you say, if you sign up for six, it's going to be eight. It's an offer that they can't say no to because they're going to miss out on it if they don't. No, I 100% agree. And like you said, that's down to our knowledge in the marketing space and experience. Mm -hmm. That's something that 
we've learned through our own experiences and as well as opening up our network to other people and also um, investing not so much money but time into our own education in the space mm -hmm. and growing. Um, but this is it. So the second lesson we learned was be organized, man. Mm. Put those contracts in place, get that security for yourself because the personal relationship that you might have with a client is nothing when somebody comes and undercuts you. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a contract, they ain't going nowhere. Money talks, man. Facts. Money talks, which just has money, money talks, bullshit oh, walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same from my, my old man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the, the third thing that we wanted to touch on the, the next lesson that we've kind of, um, well, the next thing that running a business has, has taught us was to have a work-life balance. Mm. Um, I touched on this brief, uh, briefly yesterday. Uh, when we first started, it was a, a tough transition from me and you coming out of the family businesses, having to be there a certain amount of time, your breaks at this time, you get to leave at this time. You, you had a set routine and set times in mm -hmm. place. I want to ask you, first of all, how, how did that transition for you, how did you fall into that? And what, did you have any struggles during that period? To be honest, right at the start, I didn't struggle with anything yeah to be honest with you, i just like knew like just to fucking work all the time like mm -hmm. I, I wasn't really going out anywhere around that time it was just purely work and i didn't mind that just work and training and eating yeah the occasional like the like when i say like the occasional like, i wasn't going nowhere like coming and seeing new boys and then mm -hmm. like leaving bare early to go do whatever so i didn't really struggle with in terms of like <sighs> breaks and things like that because that didn't affect me but maybe yeah, maybe in terms of like just having some fun and not having like a serious face on all the time. Yeah. Was probably something that I struggled with and I had to learn with. But that's nothing that that's hard though. Mm -hmm. It's not hard at all. You just just take more fucking breaks and that's about it, really. That's that's all I did and that's all that changed for me. Like set boundaries with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's the main thing that I had later on. Like when we When we first started the business it was all of a sudden like oh i've got this freedom i can do whatever i want whenever i want and i'll work around it whereas that was the completely wrong mindset to have just because there's no one telling you that you need to be at work at this time you're now you now have to take responsibility as a business owner and say i have to be at work this time and if i'm not there has to be some kind of repercussion of it do you mm -hmm. know what i mean like there'd be times where yeah we'd wake up nice and early and we'd go to the gym and then I would get home and I wouldn't touch my laptop until half one. Mm -hmm. Just because why not? Like I'm a business owner. I can go for lunch with my girlfriend. Or do you know what I mean? Like I can go for a unnecessary walk or I could watch a movie on a Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday morning because why not? That wasn't, uh, that wasn't the way to run and the way to process. And I definitely had to learn very quickly that if I was going to get all of my stuff done and some, I had to switch that up and set a routine in place. And like you, like you said, put the boundaries in what's for your, yourself. What's your routine? My routine at the minute is uh, actually very good. Um, gym first thing every morning, uh, bar a Sunday. I do six days, not seven. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm a bit different to you, but <laughs> I, like, I like my Sundays, man. Um, then it's back. It's eat. Um, sometimes I might wait and shower after if I've got like a, like a hectic morning or it's shower, then eat. Um, and then I'm on the laptop, bro. I'm at the desk and I'll be at the desk until 
around lunchtime or whenever I kind of get hungry. It could be half 12, it could be half two. Take like a half hour break and then I'm back to it until whatever time I finish, really. I don't really have a time where it's like, okay, I'm getting off now. Mm -hmm. Or like, I turn everything off at half five every day. Like, running your own business, yeah, you yeah. know, like... You just got to get it done. You work, you, yeah, sometimes it's just till silly o'clock, especially if there's loads on. Yeah, or sometimes you might be a machine and finish at three o'clock mm -hmm. and be like, well, I've got nothing else to do today. Like, you can always do more, but as mm -hmm. long, if everything's done, uh, especially in recent months now that we've started to delegate certain things as well, like that's become a little bit more of a reality. Um, but yeah, bro, that, I, it's definitely something that I personally struggled with transitioning to, okay, I work for myself now. No one's going to tell me do that if I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. But you have to put those boundaries in place and tell yourself to do it effectively. Mm -hmm. Have some discipline. Have some discipline, bro. Mm -hmm. So the next lesson that we learn um, as business owners starting the kind of entrepreneurship journey was to just keep doing good. But this came from really a place of what well, we thought potentially getting fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like it was we, up in the air, wasn't it? Yeah, probably, our, well, not probably, our highest paying one-off shoot ever, our mm -hmm. highest paying job ever, to then not getting paid for, was it like two months? And the rest, bro. Was it more than that? Yeah, don't forget, because we were running the account post-shoot, which was three or four weeks after, Yeah, for a month, and then okay. stopped for two yeah, weeks yeah, as yeah. well. So, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, yeah, around, around that, around that. Yeah. And, and, and just... Not getting paid. And my, I remember you rang me up after having a phone call with this person's, like there was assistant before they were like, I'm not working, not getting paid, whatever. Yeah. And she basically said that there was some, some personal family issues and nothing could get paid. This is what she had been told and we had to kind of just take it. However, we thought really, should we keep doing the work or should we not? And, and at this point as well, for a bit of context, we have an outstanding invoice that hasn't been paid for three or four weeks mm -hmm. worth £10,000. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we're in a predicament where do we keep posting the content? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I remember I listened to Hormozy podcast and obviously Hormozy went through his stuff with the first business that he had and he kept getting fucked. Um, and the one thing that he said was all I did through this whole time was I just kept doing good. And it's like, I heard that at the right time. Because I remember we were, you were like, what should we do? Like, I, I was probably like, what should we do as well at the time? But I was like, well, Moses said just to keep doing good. Yeah. So let's just keep doing good things. Mm -hmm. And we did. And I mean, not to say that the money wouldn't have come back around, but it did. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the tough predicament that we were in was that we'd done a smaller job for this client previously. Uh, it was... Oh, shit, uh, I forgot about that. It was a brand new startup. Mm -hmm. So we created, first of all, the way that we got in touch with this client was um, his assistant. Um, we were mutuals on social media and she just put something out saying, need uh, a graphic designer. And I was straight in there. What do you need? Blah, blah, blah. And within an hour, I was on the phone to this big boss. This big boss um, is in property, big time, really, really successful mm -hmm. dude. Um, and now wants a logo created for his private jet charter company. So we're, we're, we're working with the top of the top. There's me on the phone to you like, hey, I've just got this client. We're going to create a logo. We'll offload it to our team member that is going to create it. We created an amazing logo. Our deposit was paid within 10 minutes of agreeing that we were going to get it done. So I was like, right, this guy's about his business. 
he was sharp with the payment. Um, then once the logo was done, we were back and forth in a bit. We got it done. They were over the moon with everything we created and the payment came in straight away. And from there, we basically upsold and said, if you're launching, like it'd be a great idea for you to get some crazy visuals shot. That's something that we also can offer. Forward down the line, models, agencies, sorting out runways with airports, like, bro, like, 15,000 pounds worth of luggage, 500,000 pounds, maybe some more worth of watches and mm-hmm. jewelry just on set. Like we had to travel to, to London to, to get this done. Like it was a really big project. And we thought this was a start of a, an amazing business relationship, potentially the client that was going to take us to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy's also a football agent as well with like players at the top end of football. So we were thinking, potential podcast guest openings like bro we was gassed bro Mm -hmm. like and we went we did all the work we created an amazing campaign sent the invoice out and we're just getting left on red and they've got all the materials now they've got everything um we didn't take a deposit off this client again out of naivety because we thought right he's paid us for this graphic design stuff Mm -hmm. we're not going to hit him with this that whatever because everything was last minute for the shoot Mm -hmm. remember yeah it all happened within the space of literally 24 hours yeah that yeah. you, to be honest, you hats off to you, man. You had to organize. Yeah, bro, but we had to get it done. And we mm-hmm. knew that this was going to be a big shoot. So I, I was on the phone for six hours that day, back and forth mm-hmm. between whether it be a model, whether it be his assistant, whether it be him, whether it was you, whether it was making sure that logistically we could get everything done. And we went, we did everything. And yeah, bro, we were thinking, oh my God, we smashed it. We signed this guy up to social media uh, management as well as content. And we were like over the moon, <laughs> had all the stuff, got everything in place. And yeah, this guy just went through a nightmare. Um, to cut a long story short, his whole business and accounts were seized because of uh, a fraud attempt from an outsider and he had no access to his banks. So there was no, well, that's at least what we thought at the time, uh, what we were told. Um, and we just couldn't get paid. Um, at this point, we'd already booked our trip to Dubai mm-hmm. off of what we thought was going to come in. Um, and then we even went to Dubai and we're living in Dubai, paying rent in Dubai and doing things as a business in Dubai off of the money that we thought we were going to make <laughs> off the shoot, bro. So, but yeah, going back to the keep doing good, bro. I mean, we were out of communication, but we kept running this guy's page mm-hmm. and we stayed consistent. And um we just kept doing our job. One thing that I will say, I'm going to probably sound like a bit of a neg now. I'm a little bit let down by bro. Yeah. Because after we still did all that good, he went and he just decided to let his friend do the fucking work instead. Yeah. Look, at the end of the day, bro, yeah, I can hear you about the disappointment stuff, but maybe did we dodge a bullet as well? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was our first interaction and we had an outstanding invoice which was worth five figures mm-hmm. for nearly three months. And for a business, a business of our size, it might not mean a lot to him, but it meant a lot to us. Mm-hmm. And to, at the end, he respected the fact that we kept doing our job mm-hmm. and he said like, I've got the utmost respect for how you guys and your team have operated throughout this whole process. Mm-hmm. The last thing I wanted to do was speak to people about outstanding invoices when there was nothing I could do about it. 
And he actually, from what he said to me, went into a bit of a rut of what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And went into a bit of depression. And obviously we don't, we didn't know that, but we kept doing good, which increased his respect for us. We got paid in the end more than we were actually supposed to get paid as well. With interest. <laughs> and yeah, man, we lived to fight another day, but yeah. So what, what? How would you actually round off that? What? What? What would be the title for that so-called that lesson then? Just to keep doing good. Keep doing good. Mm-hmm. Keep doing good. I think it's quite important. Yeah. Um, okay. So leading on from that into our next one, um, this is a this was a a pretty hard time for me, especially I think. Hurt <laughs> your ego, didn't it? Yeah, it did hurt my ego quite a bit. Um, so, I think this was our her- our first high production shoot. Wasn't it really? We booked out a studio and we 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 kind of envisioned this whole thing with this brand that was an international econ brand. Mm-hmm. Um very successful already, the individual behind it and and the brand itself, from what we understand anyway. Um but yeah, bro, I mean t- t- tell the people what happened, bro. <laughs> oh no, you say it, man. You say it, you say it, you say it. <laughs> this one hurt a bit, man, but High production shoot. I don't want to hurt you, man. No, but we 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 we, uh well talk about the shoot first, and then we'll talk about the after bit. But I mean, the shoot shoot was there's not really much to talk about. It's just ecom stuff. Yeah, videos, visuals. And to be Um, fair, we smashed it. mm -hmm. We smashed it. We got all the stuff that we needed to get, Mm -hmm. and they were over the moon with everything. And then, um, yeah, then it came to the the post production. Thing is, though, is I do kind of think the client was difficult as well, man. From the get go, I agree. Instead of letting us, like we told them, okay, you're gonna get. X amount of stills for the e-com, etc. and stuff like that, and of models. And then they were like, no, well, this is our property and stuff like that. But then there's like, was it, um, was it creative licensing and things like that, where it's up to us what they actually receive. And we told them what the deliverables were, but they were like adamant that it was their property. And yeah. like they, it's straight away, there was hurdles from the beginning this, and this, they weren't the easiest client to work with. This does come back to, again, being unorganized. Mm-hmm. Because if we had in a contract set deliverables, mm-hmm. that would have been it. And there would have been no leg for them it, to it stand It wasn't on. in a contract, but it was in emails though, to be fair. It was. And, we, and we, that it was pretty evident. No, bro. Like but nothing was... I I know that mm-hmm. we were in it, bro. But they at least then have a leg to stand on mm-hmm. to say, "Well, it's all of our stuff that you've shot." And then we were in a predicament where it was, we just want to keep them happy so we can get paid. But I remember you actually said to her, right hand girl, mm. like after kind of every with the business owner in the conversations that we had with her, was we didn't want to say this to you, but like I'm telling you, not the business owner, but. The, the content is like lawfully ours. Yeah. We own the creative license because yeah. we were the creatives that came and shot it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you. Yeah, you. I know you're looking at yourself right now and you're thinking, why am I not subscribed to the Gooms podcast? Just <laughs> do it then. Because it helps the boys out more than you actually know. Peace. So in, the, in the end, we bit our tongues, didn't mm-hmm. we? Uh, I met up with her assistant uh, in the middle of our locations at a cafe we filtered through the photos. She marked all the ones and tagged, like basically put a tag over all of the ones that she likes. I then had to upload them and send them off to them so they could have the raw content for whatever use they'd want to do in the future. Anyway, um, we were then going to do a couple of adverts, a couple of um, videos for their website, um, a couple of reels and their econ photos, right? Um, the videos, I mean, how many revisions did you have to do? Ridiculous amounts 
even like to the point where like I was doing videos and then they were like, no, we don't like that. You have to restart it. And, so, and the thing is, is it was bollocks. Like I remember showing some people like some of these videos. They're like, bro, this is literally like, bro, the work it's, was it's, sick, it's, bro. it's a TV advert. Like, <laughs> they're like, this is fucking brilliant. And it yeah. was just so frustrating working with them. Nothing was good enough. Yeah, and yeah, at yeah. the same time, we're sending them over content that in my head, they're probably pressing save with and being like, nah, let's no, get another exactly. one. Exactly, exactly. Um, but again, us being naive and being early in our journey, we s- just wanted to keep them happy. It took about three months, to be honest with you. Bro. We got, they we like signed off. And if you compare the that- the thing is, as well, after that, they had the fucking cheek, like a month after, to be like, oh, like, can you guys do this for us? I was, didn't even fucking reply. I was like, fuck you, man. If you can- <laughs> we were like, now nah, we ain't going to work with these motherfuckers If you again. compare that project, bro, to our clients now, if you girls are listening, the Blue Girls, absolute stars- one of my favorite mm-hmm. clients to work with, I think, ever. But if you compare that, very similar shoots, and think of the turnaround time differences. Mm-hmm. We send it over to them. Oh my God, love it. Or, oh my God, I love it so much, but can we just do this instead? Mm-hmm. And then it's done. Like how it should kind of be, mm-hmm. not kind of pulling it all the way back to the start. But yeah. the videos was just one thing. The e com shots was like, yeah, hey, I got this, man. Hey, I got this. There's a young CG man heading into Lightroom and Photoshop with uh, little to no experience. <laughs> Done two, two thumbnails thinking he's the G. <laughs> and yeah, man, I fucked it. I literally, I fucked the whole stuff and I spent so long on there. I watched so many YouTube tutorials and I just couldn't do it. And there was a part of me in my pride knowing that Hate was so caught up with getting the video content edited and put out and the hard time that he was getting from them that I didn't even want to ask H for help or say, H, what, what should I do here? So I was just on my own at the desk, tutorialing it out, trying to figure stuff out. And I hate to be the one to put you down, man, but there's some terrible masking. Yeah, bro, if only we had the new Photoshop now and the auto mask was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could have saved a lot yeah, of time yeah, yeah. and embarrassment, but we basically sent it over. And in our kind of group chat that we had with, the business owner, her PA, and then me and H. And I think, was it one of their creative team or? Oh no, it was just us four, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And yeah, I just started seeing screenshots from the file saying, what is this? This is shit. Why does it look like this? This mm-hmm. isn't even the color. This isn't, a, and I was just opening it. Just, you know, when like you open the chat and it's like things are still loading mm-hmm. and they just keep coming. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I remember the, the PA actually, asked because we were in contact for a lot of it and we i feel like it it came to me and her were like the middle ground towards the end of working with them yeah and she basically came to me and was like what the fuck is this and i was just like don't worry i just i saw it yeah so yeah man it was a it was a tough time for cg man a bit humbling um (laughs) so yeah i mean the lesson that i think this 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 lesson what, what what will we name it how to deal with unhappy clients, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do, do we spent so much time as well. Although, okay, although like clients always right, you have to keep them fucking happy, which there, there was truth in it. Like they were, I'd say reasonably happy at the end. I'd say, yeah. I'd say happy with what they got. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the, everything's used on their website. But I'd say the main, the main lesson as well is like, don't, uh, one thing that I'd say is like, just don't let yourself get walked all over as well as an agency owner or a freelancer, to be honest with you. It's a lot easier to say in a position that we're in now mm-hmm. where we have a lot more confidence in our craft and in our business. But at that stage, 
we had no choice but to get walked over because we thought, again, if we nail this and they're happy, what could be in the future? Again, another thing where... Absolutely fucking nothing. But me and you, yeah, being yeah. naive at that time at the business, being the dreamers that we were, uh, that we are... Do you know what? As thinking well, that this could lead to... Do you know what I've just thought? We actually got a £200 tip from this client after everything was completed. Oh my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was really, really grateful, even though she was very hard work to work with. So thank you for that. Yeah. She's definitely not listening, but... Nope, absolutely not. But uh, yeah, appreciate your money. <laughs> 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 but yeah those are those are the the five main reasons that me and h came up with that we've kind of the, the five main reasons the five main things that we've kind of learned and and but had to deal with during this time right there for those of you that want more oh yeah, we have a bonus we they a bonus. want more we have a bonus lesson <laughs> Go on, bring us in man well this one isn't something that we've quite conquered yet it's not something that i say that we've learned and we've it's come a over. half lesson yeah, yeah. I think this is something that we're currently in the process of and we're currently learning and dealing with right now. It's something that we are day in, day out and have been for the last couple of months dealing with this lesson and this part of business. And I believe it's probably the hardest out of all of the ones we've just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And it's hiring, man. It's hiring people to come in and take care of your baby, bro. Um, I mean, what's your personal opinion? How, How has this process kind of been for you? bringing people in and kind of having to step back because well, I know I th- that you struggled think, with that yeah more than I th- me. I'd say so we've probably got two very different opinions on it for me it's more so like I'm see I'm going back to Bedros Koulian again but I was listening to him and Nick Bear and they were talking about being a control freak and they were basically saying that there's no such thing as a control freak like Bedros is like I'm a control king I like things done right mm-hmm. which is exactly where I stand like I'm yeah. very if you're doing, I mean, you've probably felt it in the past where you've been doing something and I'll look over your shoulder and I'll be like, nah, bro, do it this way. Do it yeah. Because, right. I, because I'll know a better way. I want to give you a spinning elbow as well when you do it. <laughs> it's just, it's just how I'm wired. I just like things like done correctly and I like them my way. That's what makes H, H man. And that's why we love H. And that's why the people at home that have seen our businesses work can go and see some beautiful, beautiful pieces of, of work and art. And that's because that's how you are. Thanks, bro. That's all right, G. But it's like having people and then they're coming in and like having to teach them your way and they're just not getting it. Like yeah. It's pretty fucking tough. Well, even just, first of all, finding finding the guys that are willing to come mm-hmm. and work. Um, a lot of the team that we've kind of built out is international. Mm-hmm. So sometimes there's a language barrier. And then it's also like, <laughs> well, yeah. bro, our, ad school, our, our, our team meeting this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing that happened when you opened the Zoom call, you started laughing. <laughs> that sounds like I'm absolutely horrible. It was quite funny though. I could see H in the corner of this Zoom call just doing this. <laughs> broken English, man. Yeah, but listen, what a trooper, by the way. Yeah, no, do you know, I I think he is the only person that I see that's part of the team that I'm like, he's coming to the fucking moon with us and yeah. we're going to bring him from his country to... A first world country and yeah. he's gonna be absolutely fucking we're gonna get minted. him we're yeah, gonna yeah. get him some bitches on his dick because yeah, at the yeah, minute yeah. i know we don't get none he, i i actually was thinking that this morning you know on the call i was like this guy <laughs> this I guy definitely doesn't fuck <laughs> that and also i think that you probably will be part of the team for a very long time yeah he's the only one that i've got hella confidence in yeah man inshallah <laughs> i say that to him and he smiles every time yeah. but um yeah obviously language barrier is a big thing and then also as well H being a bit of a control freak and me being just like a bit like a, just expecting the best from everybody when 
not everybody ticks th- and thinks the way that we tick and think. Mm-hmm. Like some of these guys, don't get me wrong, looking for employees and hiring outside of the UK, inevitably you're going to find people that have a better work rate than in this country. But there's just certain times where you'd expect someone to just get something mm-hmm. and they don't. And just having to like overly communicate. It's the it's the the I do, we do, you do process. And I feel like that process is a lot harder than we kind of thought. There's two things that I'd like to say though. Go on. The first one, the, 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 right, the first one's not really like that much of substance, but it's just my idea of like, my idea of when we have a proper team is like, you know, when you see these sick brands everywhere and it's like there's a team that all believe in the mission. Yeah. And like Gymshark represent. That's the plan, brands. isn't it? Yeah, man. Everybody believes in the mission. Everybody's fighting for this one cause. Like, yeah. They, they really, really believe in the, the owners of the brand and everything like that is like a dream for mm-hmm. me. And I, I assume for you as well. Yeah, bro, 100%. But the other thing that I was going to say is, I was listening, I keep on fucking like referencing people, but this is who we learn from at the moment because we don't have a mentor. But yeah. like Hormozy is, he was like, you should never hire someone that you are having to tell them what to do. He was like, you should be hiring people where they come into the business. You say, what should we do? And they have answers. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I think you should do this, this, and this, and you can learn from them. And they're actually better than you at doing the job. I'm going to counteract you and just play devil's advocate on that point. I completely, completely agree with what Hormozy said. But I think our situation is slightly no, no, different. No, 100% is. Because yeah. for us to go and hire a team member like that is going to cost us the same amount as maybe our whole five-man team now. Mm-hmm. Fixed fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then more if need be. Like, that will come in good time. And I feel like that will be harder when we look to employ somebody of that kind of caliber and that level. But right now, it's just people to do the labor that we effectively can afford to not do. And I think it's slightly different. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Different. It, it is different. It is yeah. different. But even, but, even but, down but, to that. But do you know what it is, though? For instance, the ones member of the team that we were just talking about we were on a zoom call with earlier he's someone that what do we need to do yeah yeah yes yeah to be honest with you yeah it's true yeah you're right Mm -hmm. but that's why we have so much respect Mm -hmm. Uh, and so much um you said that i think we're going to take this guy to the moon and finally get some bitches on his dick (laughs) like we don't say that lightheartedly yeah yeah. (laughs) i mean that shit But yeah, shout out you, man. If you listen to the yeah, pod, yeah, you yeah. probably don't because you probably don't understand it. But <laughs> shout out you, man. Um, but yeah, so like, look, we're not hiring full time employees that are gonna 100x our mm-hmm. business and become massive assets. We're just hiring people to do the stuff that effectively we don't want to do. We can 100x our business. Yeah, exactly. Um, but still, hiring these level of team members, there's still an element of trust. You're trusting them with your work. You're trusting them with your client. And effectively, your client is trusting, our clients are trusting us to create and to do things for them that we've promised. Mm-hmm. And if we offload this stuff to these guys and they're not up to standard, they still have to get paid for their time. And we're the guys that have to go to a client and say, well, look, listen, sorry that this has come out the way it's come out and whatever. Mm-hmm. Luckily, that hasn't happened yet because we have got Mr. Control Freak over here, Harris Neil Glills. Shout out you, man. <laughs> but it's still a daunting, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a daunting thing, bro. And it's hard to let go. Um, 
Well, I say it's hard to let go. I, I kind of love it. <laughs> I love just saying, yeah, do that, magic, magic, magic. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but the thing is, is, it's nice doing that, but then when things get back to you and it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Because that's happened to you, bro, so many times. Yeah. Especially. I, I get a bit of a temper as well, don't I? Yeah, no, it just has happened so many times, though. Like, although you love doing that, it's the reason that I'm such a, like, control freak is because getting something back and you're like, what the fuck yeah. is this? But I think that's I, down I, to... I, I hate that. That's also down to how we put things across. Like, I feel like we can now with the experience that we've got in these in, in, in engagements with these people and these these guys um in the cloud is if i'm slightly more brief if i'm more specific if maybe i give them you an to, example that i've them. created yeah to start one thing we thought was going to happen was just this is your brief boom 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 just go and do it and it's going to come back exactly how i expect mm -hmm. it but the way that they read that brief is going to be different to the way that i've typed it so unless they can physically see something i've showed them how i've done it what kind of dimensions i've used on this what scale have i put this out etc etc well even down to the detail of like the color of the actual color number of the subtitle mm -hmm. I sent it over, it's yellow, and you sent me back a different yellow. No, G, I wanted that one. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? But you live and you learn. So it's something that we haven't quite conquered yet, and I think it will take us some time to conquer. But, yeah, that's a lesson that we're, yeah, as we always do, bro, as we always fucking do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, guys, this has Pleasure been a... Pleasure business with you, man. Yeah, you too, bro. My motherfucker. Thanks, son. <laughs> yeah so guys there have been our lessons man i hope you guys have um either took something from this some of our other entrepreneurial listeners i know you're out there maybe you could have related to um some things that we've put across today but before we go h what are you grateful for this week my brother wait, wait oh yeah no i was improving on efficiency and yes i feel like i have even yeah. though life has got in the way quite a bit recently mm -hmm. i can second that for you I've, bro. um i've still done shit like when it's time to work like or if i've managed to like get out of things like when it's time to work it's time to fucking work man you ran your yeah. half marathon oh yeah shit i didn't yeah man pb man 136 i now oh, i think sub 100 minute half marathon i think like i'm actually considered fast now which is pretty fucking cool man that's dope man and i know how yeah. much work you put into it and the other boys as well hats off to them yeah man shout out shout out shout out the brothers yeah we well, Stav and H, man, shout you, uh, Stav and H, Stav and Goss, man, shout <laughs> you, man, especially Gosta. you know how much we love and you, man, and how much work you've put in, so. Middle of, that was, and the thing that was, uh, I'll, I'll move on from this, but that was like middle of my, that was like at the end of my deload week, like I was supposed to rest during that week and be fresh for my next week of running, and it absolutely fucked me in the ass. Yeah. But, yeah, we moved, man, it was a... Uh, and also your boy turned up, I had to turn yeah, up for the Chris, man. Yeah, Chris got 5k BB, no, shit, it wasn't a PB, was it? I came 10th in my race, though. Did you actually? Yeah. What, your age group, or? In my cat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 25th overall, 10th we in need my to, cat. Everybody needs to fucking hold Chris accountable, and he needs to do a half, because he said Bro, he was going to do it. I did it injured, man, come on. I know, I know, I know, I know, but. The day before, you need to, the you day before I decided, I was like, nah, I can't let the man, I can't let the man them down. I ran 5k in pain, bro. In <laughs> the shakeout, Chris was like, oh, like, I'm not hurting tonight. Yeah. But now day we need after. to everybody hold Chris accountable. Don't let him forget, man. The half marathon. Oh, bro, I want to do it, bro. bro. I want to do it. I just need to get me back to me, mm -hmm. get where I need to be, and bro, hopefully I can I can be out there chopping it up with you, man. Mm -hmm. That's what hurt me the most that you, man, were turning up and worked so hard to something, and I was gonna stand on the side like some fucking beta. One like, thing, do you know what? Nah. One thing that I will say, and a lesson that it taught me, and it, I used that lesson, and subconsciously almost I brought it into when we came to shoot content the other day, how prepped I came. 
just everything was done. But my preparation leading up to that race, this is why fitness transcends into anything, man. Like, just, un to, just understanding that... prepare, the, then prepare to fail. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, understanding that just the preparation, the consistency, the discipline, understanding, like, delayed gratification, like, all of these things just transcend directly into business and everyday life. But I prepared so well for that race, not in terms of my training, because I'm training for a different goal. That mm -hmm. was just something that was in the, like, in the middle of me training for a marathon. I was like, okay, like, we'll just get this done with the man then. Yeah. But my preparation for that race leading up to it, like, I've never been as organized and prepared for any, this is probably going to sound quite bad as a business owner, but... It was probably one of the most organized and like on point with everything to a T in terms of what I was putting into my body the days leading up, my sleep, like everything. Yeah. I and agree. it's so important. I don't think if I did that because the thing was like, it was rolling hills. Like the, it was still like 300 meters of elevation. Like it was pretty hilly. It was a tough half. Route. Like the route was tough. Mm -hmm. I only did one lap of it. You man did four. Mm -hmm. Well, to put, four things in, to put things into perspective, because I went and looked at my last PB, the 141. And the elevation of the Worcester Half Marathon was 58 meters. This was 300. Yeah. So I only did one. I only did one of those things. And I think mine was around the 65s. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, yeah, man. Shout out oh, to the boys. Shout out to you. Shit, fuck. What, what? We didn't. Uh, forgot about Great Yeah, yeah. Fall, man. Yeah, finish, yeah, yeah, finish it off. I just, it came to my head. I was like, we haven't yeah. spoken about it. Yeah, Shit. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man, for bringing that up. I like right. speaking about that on the pod. Um, I am grateful for. Um, I'm grateful for my, see, this is, I'm leading this on from the guest that we had on, but I'm grateful for kind of the journey and embracing the resistance, the intuition. We had something today where I yeah. know it made you laugh when the intuition, but it's fucking, it's yeah. real shit, man. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm, you got, you got, Edge has become a, he's, he's touched into his spiritual self. Yeah, man. no, well, I, the reason that this came up is because I've got this Kaizen book at home and there's a spiritual win that I have to write down every day. Yeah. And a spiritual I, win? Yeah, yeah. And okay. I had to ask him twice on the phone when we were talking about the, the podcast and yesterday about mm -hmm. what a spiritual win is. That's how we came onto that conversation. Yeah. And I didn't quite understand, but like I'm enjoying learning about it, but I'm grateful for all of that type of stuff. I don't know how I'd label it, but yeah. I actually am. My inner self, maybe, perhaps. Yeah. Let's let's call it that. Yeah. Okay. What Dope. about you, bro? But no. What do you want to get better on? Oh. Or, you, or should we do that together at the end? Oh, fuck it. I'll go, go now. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm pretty much home alone, having to be self self sufficient. Mom's away. Um, just, I want to. Do you know? What? I I am good at it, anyways. Like just staying on top of and cleanliness at home. But like, I don't know, being a housewife. Yeah, man, I feel like a bit of a fucking beat male doing all this shit. But although I'm good at it already, like I want to make sure that I stay on top of it. Yeah. Although that's not like imp outright improving anything, that yeah. is actually what I want to do. Yeah, oh, that's valid. Mm -hmm. All right, so no more. Um, what am I grateful for? I mean, it's I'm kind of kicking myself in the teeth here, but I'm gonna I want to make it a little bit more playful, bro. I am grateful for. I'm grateful to be an Arsenal fan. I actually oh am. <laughs> bro, we've been through the gutters, man, yeah, for yeah. so many years. And it's like 25 goals in the last five Premier League games mm. and three of them being away and one of them being against Liverpool. Like... Shit is crazy. It's just like, we, bro, it's, my weekends are just so much more fun, bro. I'm so mm -hmm. much more happy. <laughs> They've got such an effect on my mood. It was, was it like 20, 21 goals? Um, 25, scored, bro. So 25 five games. Then, 
like what two conceded but yeah. exclude Porto like I'm talking Premier yeah yeah I'm a, yeah. obviously that's a bit of a kick in the teeth yeah, but, but I also think he's a strategic every time that we've play. lost the Arsenal we've played Porto at home four times in like the past 15 20 years yeah. and every time like we've lost and we've gone and lost and we've gone away and then when they come back to our place we absolutely smash them so yeah. it's going to happen again I've got a feeling they're going to get they're going to get whoopings early, at the Emirates we won like we lost like 1-0, came back 1-5-1 like on aggregate when they came. And we lost 2-1-1 one, one game, 1-5-0 one, at home. And like every single one like was like... They're going to get an ass whooping. Yeah, yeah. They're going to get an ass whooping. And bro, I can confidently back my team as well. That's something I could never do, bro. <laughs> so yeah, man, I'm grateful for being an Arsenal fan. Like As, as cliche as it sounds, like I actually am because mm. it makes me so happy. That team makes me so happy. And just yeah, yeah. seeing like them actually like grow and you can see the team growing and progressing and the fans are getting more and more together it's just like a really beautiful thing man um football brings a lot of people together bro mm -hmm. i started the this is wrexham thing on disney plus and i've oh, been watching good? it yeah bro and it, like really deep dive into how much of a, a, a an effect like such a small club like wrexham how many people it actually affects mm -hmm. in their day-to-day -day lives so imagine the scale of a club like arsenal mm. like and how many people that it genuinely touches it's actually bro. um there was a study done and when your football team wins, your testosterone actually gets boosted. Yeah. So to God. And when it when you don't win, it actually lowers. And the missus began pounding when we <laughs> win 5-0. <laughs> it's actually facts though. I know, I said, I said it. Wait, what do you want to improve on then? Next week, I'm going to improve on... Um, it's not the biggest of deals and I've said this to you before, but I kind of like, I just need to prove it to myself and I'm going to say it so that I have to do it. Um, I've been a little bit laxy-daisy with getting out of bed. Still wake up nice and early and get to the gym nice and early, but it should be earlier. What time do you go to bed though? And what time's your alarm? About 12. And my alarm goes is at 6.15. That's why, bro. I've been, what do you mean? That's why you're struggling to get up. Like, that's why you're being Lexi Daisy. We're getting up. Well, how does take work on six hours sleep? Bro, man? because it's not fucking healthy, bro. Like I, I, I was watching a TED talk the other day about sleep. Mm. Matthew Walker, amazing. Mm. He's got an amazing podcast with Joe Rogan, but I was watching his TED talk. Yeah. And males that have six hours of sleep or less, they have the same testosterone to someone that's 10 years older than them. Oh, that's shit. how much it fucks you, bro. It's so important to get seven hours plus. So important. I've done... Uh, sorry to cut you up. No, talking, no, no, no. You, but I've done the... You're absolute, helping me and you probably help someone past, at home as the well. The past week, two weeks, I've done the... Yeah, two weeks, I've done the absolute opposite in terms of my sleep. I've been going to bed earlier. I've been going to bed at 10 instead of half 10, 11. Yeah. I've been wearing an eye mask. Um, I've actually been able to get rid of my mouth tape. Like I wear my Apple Watch to sleep and my sleeps have been impeccable. Just going to bed that bit earlier, like I've been average seven, seven and a half hours sleep probably, I think my average over the past fresh. two weeks. Yeah, man. Like I'll wake up at half five in the morning before my alarm and like I'm fucking ready to go, man. Yeah. Well, that's um, something I'm actively going to try and improve on. Buy bro. an eye mask, bro. I've got one somewhere at home. Buy an eye mask. I don't, bro. I told you, bro. I'll put it on, fall asleep, and I'll wake up with it off. I don't know how, but it just happens. I, I, I did that the first couple of nights, though. But just you'll get used to it. You will. Is it, and like a t-shirt. Do you do that with t-shirts? Sometimes I've fallen asleep with a t-shirt on, and I'll wake up and it's off, and I don't remember taking it off. I never fall asleep with a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, so. Bro, but you yeah, should, that's you what I want to improve on, man. Get really consistent with it, man. Just yeah, go go to bed earlier. I bro, I, make a mad I, difference. I one hundred percent agree. So that's why I wanted to come on here and say it, so that. I could do it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to be rolling over, turning the phone off and saying, right, okay, oh God, it's half 11 or it's quarter to 12. That's 6.15. It's not looking appealing. Let me just push it to seven. That's what I've been doing. 
and I don't want to do it anymore. The thing is, health-wise, it actually does the opposite to you. You thinking that you staying asleep longer is going to benefit you when you press snooze on your alarm or anything. Like, I turn the snooze no, button No, no, off. no, no. I'll do it the night before. Oh. Like, I'll, I'll actually push <laughs> it back. You plan. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, shit, what time is it? Okay, I'm going to sleep <laughs> yeah. now. You sh- you sh- it's so important to actually have a consistent um, time sleep when you're yeah, 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 when you sleep. But yeah, right. Guys, we love you, man. Sign but us yeah, up. everybody, um, thank you so much for watching listening subscribing doing all of that good stuff but um yeah for all of you guys that haven't make sure you like comment subscribe turn that bell notifications on so you get notified every time we release a podcast and we'll see you all next week we'll catch us later man love see you in a bit peace (laughs) thanks for listening smash that